Do Christians worship one or three gods? Real Life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with evangelists Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Later in the show, you'll hear from Ramin Parsa, who was on our previous show, who was a Muslim in Iran, who secretly heard about the Son of God through satellite TV and began to wonder, how could this be? You know, when it comes to how could this be, I think about how before I received Jesus into my heart, growing up, I knew that God was real. But I never understood Jesus or the Holy Spirit until it was shown to me through the Bible and how they are all one, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I think many people struggle with that because, you know, you hear in Christian scriptures how there's God the Father, Mm -hmm. God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So which one's God? How does that all work? Right. And so it's kind of like, is that one plus one plus one equals three? No, it's more like this. It's one times one times one equals one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think about this analogy that we are a spirit. Our spirits live forever. And we also live in a body. Our body would be, you know, our five senses, taste, touch, smell, hear, feel. And then we have a soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions. But we're not three people. It's just one person and we have different functions. Exactly. And those different functions, you know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 8, 6, it says, yet for us, there is one God, the Father of whom are all things and we for him and one Lord Jesus Christ through whom are all things and through whom we live. You know, there's many scriptures like that that talk about that there is a triune God. Mm-hmm. We have God the Father who's, you know, he's like the Father. Right. Then we have the Holy Spirit who lives in and through us and really is like the arm of God. Then we have Jesus who God sent as his one and only Son to this earth to sacrificially die for our sins so that we can have a relationship with God. And that's what's so amazing is that Jesus is the doorway to the house, you know? He said he's the way, the truth, and the life. Yes, let's hear from Ramin after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Hello, everyone. Joining us once again is Ramin Parsa, and he shares with us how he grew up in Iran as a Muslim, and his whole family was very devout until one day he lost his faith. He went through some very hard times and just couldn't even figure out what he was believing, why he was believing it, and didn't feel he was being treated correctly by that faith, and then wondered what the meaning of life was. And we're going to find out more from him right now. Ramin, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Yes. Now, I understand that it was illegal for you and all the other people to have a satellite, but you guys would buy them off the black market and listen or watch shows from other places, other countries. And you ended up hearing the gospel that Jesus is the Son of God and that He died for your sins. And though it was a beautiful thing that you heard, it was very difficult for you to really believe that because you had so much taught to you growing up that Jesus was just a prophet. He didn't die for us. Tell me where you were at with that after you heard that gospel message. Yes. Well, 
I heard the gospel through satellite because it's illegal in Iran for missionaries to come or for churches. Uh, there are no churches. Christians are banned to be in the country, and it's illegal to be a Christian, actually. Oh. And Bibles are illegal. So I heard the gospel for the first time through a satellite dish that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that He died for me on the cross, and He rose from the dead. And if I put my faith and trust in Him, I'll be saved, and He loves me. So for the first time, I heard that, that if I only put my faith in Him, then that seemed too good to be true. At the same time, I could not accept that God could have a son, although my faith in Islam had crumbled. I still had this resentment that I could not accept God could be a human or could have a son. And I thought this is a Western religion. So I rejected the whole premise. Mm -hmm. But one week later, I was very depressed and very suicidal, very hopeless. I didn't want to live in this world anymore. I could feel darkness all around me, and I could feel this thick cloud of darkness. Mm. So I heard the gospel again. I came through the same channel, and I heard this guy talking about Jesus again, that he loves me. If I open my heart and only allow him to come into my heart, and if I put my faith and trust in him, I'll be saved. Mm. And that moment, I had nothing to lose. And I said, Jesus, I don't know you. And I had a very honest conversation with him. I said, I don't know you. I was told you were a prophet only a prophet, and I'm hearing that you are the Son of God, that you died for me on the cross, and you rose from the dead. And I don't know if it's truth or not. I don't know if this happened or not. But if it's true, if you are the Son of God, I open my heart, and I ask you to come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. Forgive my sins. Give me a new life. And I was praying this prayer with this brother, and then heat went through my hand. Heat went through my left hand. It went through all my body. I was shaking and trembling. And I was filled with joy and hope. It's like somebody reached out his hand into my heart and yanked out all the hatred and anger and depression because I hated the people who beat me unjustly. Mm. It is as somebody lifted off 500 pounds of weight off my shoulders. I felt light and I was about to fly. Like I felt a joy that I never felt before. I felt a love that I always wanted, but I didn't know how to get it. I felt a presence. And then something in my heart was boiling. And I began to speak with a supernatural language. I did not know what I'm saying. I'd never had that experience before. Uh I'd never heard that before. But these words coming out of my mouth, and as I was speaking these words, I felt so relieved and so good and so peaceful and so joyful. That was my first experience with Jesus, and my life has Uh never been the same again. Wow. Amazing. Now, I understand that because there's a block with the internet, because that country doesn't allow anything other than the Sharia law, that you weren't even able to look up Bible verses or anything, but you found a way to get a hold of some Bible verses. Tell me about that. Yes. After I had that experience, I fell in love with Jesus. I was praying. I mean, imagine for years I was praying and not even once Allah answered me. And for the first time I called on the name of Jesus, He heard me. So I had such a faith in Him. I was talking to Him nonstop. I was praying and I ran to my mom's house. My mom saw me and she said, what happened to you? She said, because your face is shining. Because before I was grumpy and soury and sad looking and depressed. Uh Now she saw me bright and shining and joyful. And I told her what happened to me. I said, mom, I accepted Jesus. And my mom had a ovarian problem. She had a sickness and the doctors told her she had to do surgery. She didn't have the money. I put my hands on my mother and I prayed for her and instantly the pain left her and Mm. God supernaturally healed her. I didn't know I have to put my hands on the sick. I didn't have a Bible at that time. I didn't know I have to pray in the name of Jesus. But one thing I knew that Jesus hears my prayers Mm. because for first time I called on him and he answered me. So my mom got healed and my mom actually became my first convert in my family. And she was a very, very devout Muslim. 
So after that, I said, okay, I want to know the words of Jesus because I was a Muslim. I was told that Moses brought the Torah, Jesus brought the gospel, and Muhammad brought the Quran. But the first two are outdated, they are corrupted and distorted. So Muhammad brought the original and the best one, the intact one, the one that is very authentic. So now I'm disappointed with Islam. I rejected and lost my faith in Islam. I'm a Christian now. I believe in Jesus. I want to know what he says. Mm-hmm. So I began to look for Angel, which means gospel in Persian. And I looked for Angel for three months. I went after shop after shop, store after store, market after market, searching for an Angel for a gospel. And I couldn't find one. Some people they told me it's distorted, don't look for it, it gets you in trouble, it's corrupted, you know, some people roll their eyes. Uh-huh. Eventually I came home and I began to search on the internet. The internet was brand new in the country and the government controls it very, very strictly. It was a dial-up internet. And I connected to the internet and I began to search for the word NG. And after like 15 minutes of searching, an error came that access to this website is prohibited. Mm. So the government blocked the website. And, you know, in the countries that are very blocked, people learn the ways around. So I used the software because my major also was computer. So I used the software to break that blockage. And I found all the books of the Bible from Genesis all the way to Revelation. I didn't know who they are. I didn't know who was Samuel, who was Joshua. I didn't know who was Leviticus. So I saw all these books. And the only thing I was looking for was Angel. I thought it's going to be one book. And it's called Angel. And I saw four of them. I saw Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I didn't know who they are, why there are four of them. So I downloaded the four Gospels. I didn't know who the Corinthians were, the Romans, and the Ephesians. I only downloaded the four Gospels. And I began to read the Gospels. And as I was reading the Gospels, I was crying and I was sobbing. Uncontrollably, I was crying that why these wars should be illegal. There's nothing in them against anyone. For the first time in my life, I heard somebody say, love your enemies. And pray for those who hate you and spitefully use you. For the first time in my life, I heard somebody say, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays his life down for his sheep. For the first time I heard in my life that Jesus said, Surely I say to you, he who hears my voice and believe in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come to judgment, but has passed from death into life. Mm. I am the resurrection of life. I mean, these simple but profound words were touching my innermost being. It was touching my heart and my spirit. And you know, Ramin, there are people listening right now who need a touch from God. And we're going to share so much more because not only did these scriptures get into your life, you actually have had moments where you encountered almost being killed and dying for your faith and just crazy things have happened to you. So we're going to share about that on our next show. We're going to pray for those who are listening now who can't get a hold of a Bible, who want to know the words of God. Your life was transformed tremendously and you're hearing things for the first time. What a powerful thing. Thank you for being with us. We'll have you back on our next show. Thank you. You know, hearing this testimony really makes me thankful that we live in a country that we can read it anytime. And because of that, I feel that so many just treat it as, well, you know, it's nothing forbidden here, so must not be something that amazing. It must be something that has no value. But you are hearing how the power of God and this amazing book has done to form this country. Freedom, true freedom. But let us not use our freedom for vices. Let us use our freedom to serve the Spirit of God and to know His Word. So Jesus, I'm praying for all those who are listening and saying, gosh, you know, that's me. I feel like I don't value the Word of God enough. I don't even know it. 
Oh, Jesus, give us the power. Open our eyes to hear your mm-hmm. words and your commands as if we heard it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Make it new. Make it fresh. Yes, Open Lord. our eyes as if we'd never heard it. Mm-hmm. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.